Two girls talking. You know what that means. It's time to talk. What's going on in the world? How about your business? How about your life? Let's talk it out. Two girls talking. Hey everyone, it's Anna. And it's Ashley, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Two Girls Talking. I'm so excited about our guest today, you guys. We are going to have a really fun and dynamic conversation with Ben Heldfon and Nikki DiPartolo. They are co-founders of Our Happy Divorce. Yes, they were married, now they're divorced, and they have a business together. Their service is empowering and inspiring people to think differently about divorce and co-parenting, step-parenting, and what it means to put kids first. I love this. They're also authors, co-authors of the book, Our Happy Divorce, How Ending Our Marriage Brought Us Together. Ben and Nikki, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us. We need to bring you around with us. I know. It's it's like you could be our our hype woman. It's great. great. Awesome. I'm a good cheerleader. I love it. This topic is so important and so timely right now. So for everyone listening that that doesn't that's not familiar with you, why don't you guys start from the beginning? Um, it's your story. What is your story? You were married for seven years, then you got divorced. Now you have a business together. So tell us about that. Well, I think that you know, Nikki and I met. Um, we were in our twenties. Uh, she was a couple years younger than I. Uh, and I, I wanted to be a princess and get married. <laughs> and society sort of told us at that time that you know it was time to, if you've been dating for two years, that you were supposed to take the next step in marriage. And I think sure. you know, if you look back on, I think it sums up by we just got being in love with each other and loving each other completely mixed up right. and, and confused. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, you know, we went ahead and got married. I think both of us can admit now that we went through every red light stop sign that there was. Red flag. It <laughs> just kind of like soared right through them all. All the ones that were telling us, wait a minute, step back and let's think about this for a minute. We kind of just like plowed through them all. Yeah. And we just went right through it. And, and I remember, uh, there were two signs that this wasn't, you know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't have gotten married. Uh, one was, one I, is he tried to kill me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. Totally kidding. <laughs> uh, but, but the day of the wedding I'm doing, I, I had hair, uh, and I was doing my hair in, 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 and I looked at myself in the mirror and I remember like it was yesterday and I had a thought you shouldn't be doing this. This isn't right. I was sick on my wedding day. Like an upset stomach, like had to go after the wedding, take my wedding dress off and like go decompress for probably about an hour. Yeah. Like she was allergic to me. Yeah. Like I was allergic to me. We know that's interesting because before I married my husband, and it's funny because you guys said that you were uh, in your 20s and I am a firm believer. I didn't get married until I was 36 and I'm a firm believer that women should not get married till they're 30. And Ash was almost 30. Ashton was almost uh, 30. I was 26. No, oh, I thought we got married. I thought I was 29. I was 20. No, I no. I had a baby at 27. I was a young, Oh, it's closer to 30 than it is 20. Yeah, yeah. Right on the back end. Um, but I'm a, uh, it was funny because my husband was the only one and, and I was, uh, I was supposed to get married before I got married. But uh, I mean, to somebody else other than my husband, I remember there was always the, the hair on your back on the back of my neck that always stood up whenever I actually thought about saying all those words. And my husband was the only one up that never happened to me with. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, you know, even though we went ahead with it um, and we had 
our, our son. Like, if you could give me a crystal ball, I, I wouldn't go back and change it. I wouldn't have stopped at yeah. those red lights. I wouldn't have stopped at those stop signs. I wouldn't have listened to myself. And we wouldn't the, have him. Right. And, yeah. and then we also wouldn't have our spouses in the life we have today. And right. we wouldn't have the life we had today. And we wouldn't have the friendship we have today. And so uh, everything happens for a reason. Uh, and, and, and so, uh, like I said, we w- got married. We had a, a boy. We didn't necessarily have that kind of relationship where, and besides Nikki being Italian and, you know, uh, short circuit and, and, and fiery, fiery, you know, so there were You're some talking to an Italian and a Mexican. I mean, there were some voices being raised. It's uh, probably mostly uh, mine. It, it was mostly hers. Uh, no, it was all hers, but we didn't have a awful marriage. Uh, you know, it wasn't, it just was like living with a roommate. Right. You know, yeah. and, and it was, there was no passion. I mean, I look at Nikki now uh, with her husband, Chad, uh, and, and the way that she looks at him, uh, the way that she holds his hand, the way that she, you know, just interacts with him. She never did that with me, you know, so <laughs> never. So, so, you know, Aww. that's sort of, and that's okay. Sorry, Ben. No, that's okay. Because you know, you're not supposed to do that with your friend. Right. right. I, and so right. I could, I could tell what Nikki is like in love and it wasn't like that with me. Um, uh, and, and so, uh, I, I think what happened was even though, uh, we got married, we had our kid, uh, and we stayed together afterwards. We kept on wanting to fit this round peg in the square hole, you know, and kept, it kept on doing it and it kept on trying it, even though instead of giving up, we kept on trying. And I'm and, a fixer. So I kept trying to want to fix it and figure out a way to like make this thing work. But the, the, yeah, the, the problem though was, I, I, I think that. Every time we tried to do that, it made we, it worse. Yeah, we started getting madder and madder, and having more resentment build up that this darn, uh, you know, round peg won't fit in a in a square hole. Uh, the hole. So, well, that sounds like so mature, and I wonder how you got there. I mean, yeah. did you have you make it seem really easy, but right. it, it it can't be right. Yeah, it definitely wasn't easy in the beginning. I mean, I think we went through every up and down that most divorces go through. Like, you know, you drop the kid off on basically like the porch. You don't want to look at each other. You don't want to talk to each other. You know, everything's done with like via text. This is when you're getting it. This is when we're picking them up. You know, everything was done the way most divorces start out. Yeah. And even in the end of the marriage, like, look, this is uh, the difference between a infant or a toddler uh, mental, you know, or emotional cap- uh, capacity and a 13, 14 year old. And we're 14 years into this. So this is looking back and yes, it does sound mature and it sounds great. Um, but and it took us a while. It took, it took us, us a long, like we didn't wake up one day and go, Oh, okay. We're best friends. Let's write a book. <laughs> right. What worked? Like what, what was the turning point that you were like, okay, so there was a period after your divorce where you guys were not talking, not getting along, acting like a normal divorce couple. What was the turning point for you two? Because now it seems like you guys are great friends. You live seven houses down from each other. So I'm just curious what changed. I think a real honest, I'm sorry, and a look forward instead of backwards really was the turning point in in our relationship. That's it. I mean, I I think that it came uh, uh, at a point where we both got honest with ourselves and we were both... Uh, mature enough to realize that it takes two to make a relationship. And we wouldn't have wanted to be married to either one of us at that point anyway. Yeah. And then we both realized that the people that we had become at the end of our marriage and even through the marriage, uh, 
who would want to be married to that? So, so I think that to keep it simple for us, we realized that it takes two to uh, make it and it takes two to break a relationship. And there was no villain. Uh, and we then apologized to each other. And I think it's probably the first time and the last time I've ever apologized. Uh, yeah. Well, especially <laughs> to you. you. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, but it was the most important and it was uh, authentic and it was sincere. And I, and I would just, if, if for the new person going through a divorce, uh, just try to understand that. Prim- now, look, there are some exceptions, and, and I always like to say this: that you know, is outside our pay grade. You know, domestic violence. Uh, there, there's uh, you know, child abuse. There's some things that yeah. you know are, are are not in this picture. But right. I think in every situation, somebody has a part in it, and it's nobody's one uh, fault. So we didn't lay the blame on. Nikki, she didn't lay the blame on me. We both took accountability for our actions, and we apologized. Um, so that's the foundation that our happy divorce mm-hmm. was was built on, um, and, and this life we have today. Now it didn't. Again, after we apologized and after we came clean and and all this stuff, it didn't immediately go. Oh, boom, boom, Here we go. We're right. great. Yeah, it, it wasn't like magic and rainbows yeah. and butterflies, and let's start. Yeah. A but it, let's go on vacation yeah. together. Let's go do this yeah. together. <laughs> It yeah, was so baby steps. Yeah, what happened? It was baby steps. And like, it kept the past in the past. And that's the, I mean, we didn't ignore the past. And I think that that's sometimes, sometimes when you have resentments or you have uh, th- this, this beast that pushes all of your ego buttons of romance and finance, um, sure. you know, the, that it, it's tough. It sucks. But what we did is, is not ignore it, not hold on to the past. Right. We cleaned it up. Right. And, and and we got honest and we cleaned it up and, and that allowed us to move forward um, slowly. Um, but but we weren't dwelling on what anybody did or didn't do during the marriage. That's great. So not. Yeah, I love that. I think that's such important advice for folks who are separated or divorced, because I I mean, I know so many people who have just I'm sure you guys do nasty divorces, nasty, nasty. and how like, I feel, you know, the, the biggest losers out of that are the kids. Yeah. And I mean, you guys, it sounds like you came together for the sake of your son. Um, so tell me what, like, your relationship is like with him um, and how you think you two getting along has really helped him evolve as a person, too. I mean, I think it's, I think it's pretty important to even say it was probably two years ago, maybe. I mean, with the relationship that Ben and I have and what we've built as two families blended together... Like two years ago, Ben was on a trip with Asher and Asher looked at him and said, you know, this divorce is really hard on me. And, you know, Ben's first reaction was like, okay, you've got to be kidding me, you little brat. You <laughs> have no idea. Like, you have no idea what your mom and I have done like to make this. But you know what? I think that's really important for parents to step back and understand like this is a kid who has four parents that love him another brother and sister and four parents that actually get along. We travel together. We have dinners together. And it's still hard on him. Like, it's right, just... Right. Why did, he, why did he say that... What was hard on him? Because, you know, most kids, when they go through divorce, I, I, uh, I've never been through divorce. My parents were married. Actually, everybody in my little clo- close little... And understand something. My mother was one of nine. I have 26 first cousins. Oh. Are 29 grandchildren, right? And so of those families within there... I have one divorced uncle and one divorced cousin. That's amazing. Right? All of that. So marriage, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, divorce uh, is, uh, 
It's not foreign, but it certainly isn't something I've delved in a lot. So yeah. you, but I would think that any child would want four people who would love him as much as obviously you, you and your, your new spouses uh, do uh, your child as well. So what was hard for him? So, so after I uh, had a conversation with myself and decided not to say, you know, you little brat, you have no idea. Uh, I, I, you know, one of the greatest thing, and we talked about, you know, we're built up, up of experiences, right? And, and my parents uh, did not have a happy divorce. And so, you know, empathy is, is a huge uh, feeling uh, when you can get there. And, and I think that at that moment, um, I realized that, even though, you know, my parents didn't have a happy divorce, just these, uh, uh, the process of divorce for children are hard. The Not back and forth and the two houses. Being displaced and, every day. And I left this book there and this book's at mom's house and that book's at dad's house. And, and where are these sneakers? Because I need these for this and my baseball bag is here. So like, just the logistics is hard on a kid. But, but here's, yeah. he, he, here's, here, here's the reality. Uh, it's hard because a child's, decision would always be for their parents to be together, together yeah. right? Sure. Getting along or not getting along. Uh, you know, Asher, every kid, Asher, myself would always choose for them parents to be together, right? It, it wasn't their decision. Uh, it wasn't his decision for Nikki and I to meet. It wasn't his decision for Nikki and I to start dating. It wasn't his decision for Nikki and I to get married. It wasn't his decision for us to get married. And it surely wasn't his decision to have him or get divorced. Those were our choices as adults. And, and, and you know, he shouldn't face the consequences of those decisions. Um, and, and so it's hard on him because, like I said, if he had a decision in it, it would, he, be, yeah. it would be for him to be together, for us to be together. Right. So that's right. why it's hard. Um, and, and I was able, you know, to, to luckily not be quick with my tongue, uh, but, but, <laughs> but, but instead empathize with them and say, I know, yeah. I, I understand. I've been there. It is, it sucks. Yeah. So right. he was talking purely just about the logistics and, you know, uh, going back and forth mm -hmm. and having two different houses, having his parents live in two and, and as good as it, it is, it's still hard. Yeah. It's still, I mean, I can understand that, but it sounds like what you guys have worked out is something that all divorced couples should strive for. So right. I want to talk a little bit about your business that you have together. Um, like, I, I'm just so curious how it formed. Were you just got, were you guys like, Hey, so this is working. We should teach other people how to do this. I just like, it's one. It's yeah, just what here. well, what's the name of your business? We should do that. Well, it's, it's, it's called uh, defund, uh, which is uh, DeBartolo health fund sort of combined. Uh, but it was mainly for, it's, it's mainly for the book. Um, right. I, uh, which took a little, I mean, it, this is sort of out of my right. comfort zone to come okay. out and like, you know, just to be so open and talk about my life in front of people. Sure. Yeah. But, so he, it took a little pushing on this one. This one had, had to push just a little bit for me. And for me, I think that's why it took four years for us to write. this. Well, it, it, yeah. it did. And, and there were some fights, uh, you know, Nikki and I do fight. Uh, and there were some fights in there and she would we tell like brother and sister. She would tell me that I can go stick this book up my, you know what? Um, <laughs> and, and, and so we would, you know, put it on the, the shelf for a while. But, but for me, um, it started happening uh, about seven years, eight years into uh, the post-divorce life. And, and, you know, we would go about our normal business and we'd start posting stuff on social media and it wasn't to show off. It wasn't to, you know, create. It was like to show people, Hey, 
but listen, just, if we could do it, you can do it. But but in the beginning, it was just posting our lives. Like we'd right. go on vacation right. together, right? And we would post pictures of vacation. People would start saying, you know, I can't believe. Like I can't get, believe you're on vacation with her, her and her husband. Right? Or like, is this some polyamorous but, thing or some swinger this, thing? Like, go on. Did you guys go on vacation because of your son? Is I mean, you guys made the conscious decision to couple as as two different couples and do this with your kids. That's interesting. I don't. Think I th- I don't know if we ever really thought about it. It just sort of happened. Like we would, there would be like a spring break, and instead of me taking him away on spring break, we would go. Hey, listen, together. let's all go. Like, right. yeah, let's make I this. Love that. So and much and there there were some things in the beginning where we did it too early. You know, there was a trip to Montana for Thanksgiving, um, where I came with uh, and and, oh, and yeah. Nadia, my uh, girlfriend at the time, came, uh, and there was a fight, and it was just like you know, it was just too early you know we you and nadia had a fight or you no, and nikki had a fight and i and i had uh some words with chad yeah uh, it was just it was one of those things that we were like okay yeah that was too early yeah this was a mistake but but i think the idea behind the book uh you know was my idea um but i would only have done this project if nikki was going to be involved uh, because just like our end of our marriage it takes Two, it took two to ruin it, and it yeah. takes two to make it. And this post-divorce, our happy yeah. divorce, uh, it, uh, falls under that same category. It's not me that made it work. It's both of us that made it work. And and and, and uh, another reason it took so long is because about right before we were about to throw it to the publisher, we decided to, that Nadia, my wife, and Chad, uh, Nikki's husband, uh, play such an important role. They should have a chapter in it too. Um, so, so they wrote a chapter and, and so the, the idea behind it is, is not to show off. It's not, you know, to, to get fame and wealth. It's, it, it's just to share definitely our, yeah, definitely not. Uh, it, it, it's just to share our story because for me and in my life and, and the struggles that I've had, the most powerful, uh, motivator for change for me is, is relatedness and empathy. And if I know, uh, somebody has been through it and they know what it's like to be in hell, and they've gotten out of hell. I want to hear how they did it. Right. You know, and, and the other thing is, you know, if and Nikki said it perfectly is, is if we can do it with our personalities, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. we are convinced uh, that anybody can do it. So I love that. I'm so curious. So since publishing the book, what has the response been like for folks who have read the book? Um, you know, I mean, have I'm just curious if there's been people who have been divorced and saying like, wow, this opened my eyes and now I have a better relationship with my ex. And what has it been like? I think we've definitely had, we've definitely had a lot of those. Like I find people like that I went to high school with that'll write to me and be like, thank you so much for, I, you know, that's the last thing I ever thought I was going to sit down and read, but it's really helped me a lot. And then we have some, you know, I have a friend that's going through a divorce right now and her husband's like, I'm not reading her stupid book. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Let's give you some time and then maybe you will. It's definitely been, yeah, it's definitely been mixed. I mean, I think that part of it has been like people have read the book and saying how inspirational it was and how every parent going through a divorce should read it. Um, to, you know, I have friends to a friend in Canada too, whose wife looked at him when he's, they decided to divorce and said, uh, right in his eyes, we're not going to be like those effing health funds. Uh, you know, so, so it, it, it's mixed, uh, it, but the, the secret sauce again is that it takes two. both people have to be committed, um, and, and putting their kids first. And I know that term is sort of thrown around a lot. Um, and it's also turn, you know, thrown around to, uh, you know, for people to justify their behaviors, 
like yeah. I'm doing and I'm doing this for our, uh, um, our our kids so they don't see what a fraud or you know a, a liar or a thief or whatever the other parent is let me let me ask you about your new spouses because you both because you mentioned you mentioned them you both mentioned yeah. them uh, Chad and, and Nadia when you were first together with both of them did they both have to buy in to this new um, situation that the two of you had? Do they both have to say, okay, yeah, I'm okay with having Nikki in, in, in our lives and I'm okay with having, you know, Ben in our lives. Is that something that was part of the package when you first got together with them? I think it was, a, it was, I mean, we didn't like shove it in their faces. I think it was sort of like a slow process, but they definitely were both aware. Listen, this is what we're, this is what we're trying to accomplish. If you're going to come in here and try to wreak havoc on this, it's not going to work. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's one of those things where half measures uh, won't get you half results. Right. right. And, and and so what's best for Asher has to be uh, across every decision we've made. And it has been. Um, and, and that includes who we bring into uh, his life. And, and when, when I got when we got divorced, Nikki uh, had asked me not to, you know, have a revolving door. <laughs> of diamond and Mercedes and you, you know, know who, those, whoever all those was girls. all those girls <laughs> that I was, you know, sowing my wild oats with, uh, which is true, you know, and, and you know, the ego, um, part of it would have been, who are you to tell me who I can and can't bring around my son? Mm-hmm. But, but the, be- what's best for Asher response was, you know what? She's right. It's not the best thing to have a revolving door in his life. Cause he's already sort of been learned about, uh, relationships and and marriage through our divorce, which right. is negative. Why give him more? Um, right. So, you know, I had to make sure that the, the woman that I brought into his life, I, I think it was a year before uh, my wife, Nadia and Asher met. Um, and, and, you know, they play such an integral role in, in this, in this story, you know, and you said buy-in and that's what we use too. But I, we, it, all, this whole time, I don't think we figured out the right, the proper word, f- the proper yeah, word, a, but it is a buy-in. But it's it a is, buy-in. It's, I think, com- is, yeah. I think commitment is, is uh, you know, one that we've used before because, you know, I can, I can almost with certainty say that, and, and I think Nikki would too, that they would not be in our lives if we felt that they were going to be uh, a wrecking ball to what right. we had created. Like, and at the time, I didn't know it, but when my husband was going to ask me to marry him, he took Ben to coffee and actually asked Ben if it was okay if he were was going <laughs> to yeah. marry me. Because What did you say, Ben? Well, I, there was about two minutes <laughs> where exactly I tried to get... Exactly what you would think Ben would say. I tried to... <laughs> I, I said, are you sure? And and I go, let me tell you some things. And I, you know, tried to convince him for his own good, not because I didn't want him marry <laughs> right. Nikki. You just had him in, th- in your mind. You're yeah. like, hold on. I was let, like, hold let on. Just, let me let tell me you this out for you. Yeah. Are you sure? Uh, you know, I could tell you some stories about what you're about to get into. Um, but, but, <laughs> you know, all joking aside, I, I, I look, he was going to do it regardless. But at yeah. that moment. Um, but he's also marrying your son. Right. You it, know, so it was. Yeah. And, and he said that too, you know, that he wants to be, you know, a, a positive uh, influence. He, he's not trying to step in his dad. He wants to be another, you know, stepfather or not another step, but stepfather, another helping hand, another positive male. So he said all this stuff. In that moment, I was like, okay, you know, he gets it. Uh, I have no ground to stand on, if I'm honest, about this guy and why he shouldn't marry, my, you know, my ex-wife or be around my son. And it's, look, it sucks 
it sucks having another man around your 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 son. And vice versa. Even today, you know, I, I, the first reaction is sort of like a gut punch, you know. But but I, I have to just get back to this is what's best for Asher. But um, I said yes. Um, you know, the 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 best story though is it, it where Asher. Uh, was at my house. Nadia had just sort of been introduced to him. Um, and she was around. She was around. You know, at nighttime, at bedtime, and things like that. She wasn't, uh, you know, I didn't, and Asher didn't know she was spending the night. She would, you know, we'd put him to bed, and then before he woke up, she would she would leave. But uh, I would call Nikki every night so she sh- could say goodnight to Asher. And a- Asher... Uh, Mind you, on- he's like four yeah. at the time. He, he, Asher said to uh, Nikki, have you met Nadia yet? And Nikki goes, Nikki obviously knew about her. Uh, but he, she said, no, he's I like, have... No, I don't know Nadia yet. And he's like, well, here, mommy, you should talk to her. She's right here. Talk to her. So that was <laughs> his way of saying like, hey, you two, here's these here's these two girls that are in my life. You two need yeah, to know each other. You two need to talk to Like, it's other. time. Like... I've wow. got her, so you need to know her. But it's it, you know the story is, it, 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 smart. It, yeah, the story of, of divorce and and even our story. Uh, there's landmines everywhere, you know. And I yeah. think that's important for people to realize. And we've stepped on a few, um, you know, but we've always sort of come back to uh, you know our, our mission or our you know guiding light. But it's tough, you know. It, it's tough in the beginning. There are tons of landmines, and then it's tough when you start bringing other people into yeah. the equation, um, you know. Because Nikki and I had sort of before we uh, she had got married first, but we were just a bicycle with two wheels, and it was a lot easier. And then you sort of add two more people in it, and it has to be, it becomes a car with four yeah. wheels, and all those four wheels have to be moving uh, in synchronicity right. for, for it to work. And it's it's worked beyond, uh, you know our wildest imaginations or if you had given us a piece of paper and said okay write you know 13 years ago write what you think your divorce is going to look we like we just wanted to be able to tolerate each other <laughs> and be in the same room you know it wasn't we weren't you know it sounds like for the most part yeah. right you know you talk about the your friends uh and their nasty divorce i'm sure you've been around them and it's an awful feeling for everybody involved right. you know it's like right. that palpable yeah tension that you can feel you mm-hmm. can taste um and, and you're horrible. just a friend imagine what the kids feel so w- at the beginning we just wanted to uh not be my parents you know or an, uh, you know a normal uh, divorce at the time uh and just be able to be in the same room be civil mm-hmm. um and, and not have resentment anger and live in the past and and it's evolved oh, yeah. into something like i said that we could never have imagined that's amazing so you also both have other kids too, right? I do. You uh, do. Yeah, okay. and Nikki. They're like my kids. Well, too, yeah. Though. So, so yeah. I, I had them. That's like too. Yeah, I had them. Uh, Nikki is sort of like that aunt. No, but they call me. They they didn't understand why Asher had a stepmom, and they didn't. So they call me their stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it it's crazy, but at the same time, it's like yeah. Awesome. They get it. Right. So it's yeah. like stepmom's not a bad thing. Uh, you know, yeah. div- divorce, you know, obviously is a bad thing, but uh, they're in love with the book. They love to open it up and there, there's some pictures of it. And there's, yeah. you know, on GMA, you know, they ran through some pictures. And my daughter and my son were like, hey, just play the pictures again, you know, <laughs> and ask me if we're going to write another book. Uh, they and they could be part of. And they could be part of. So. Yes. <clears throat> 
you know, I, yeah, I think you could, I mean, you could, you could write a, a follow up to yeah. how it is, you know, Not who was so it? Needed. Like, yeah, I mean, there, there was that book that came to follow up two days, two, uh, what is it? 20 years later, children of divorce and you yeah. know, whatever the next, the next installment is. Yeah. And, and, and look, I think if there's any other project, uh, I think the, uh, the step parents, uh, need to write a book because that is, seems to be a real big, uh, domain and community out there and how to deal with it, how to parent, what landmines you need. Don't, people don't understand how hard it is to be a stepmom. I don't no think, question. Or stepdad. It's, no question. And, and, and uh, you know, the, the, uh, parent, the, the, my kids with Nikki, uh, it, it, Nikki always wanted a daughter. Um, I think, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had a son, uh, then, you know, got divorced and didn't have a chance to, to have another kid, but now she's sort of got a daughter, you know, and, and Nadia is okay with it. Just like, uh, Nikki's okay with Nadia sort of being a second mom or, you know, whatever. And it's just, it, 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 it's great. And, and as far as the, you know, the, our lives, it seems to be getting better. So even when we wrote the book and, and put it to the publisher, you know, Nikki and I took a trip to Africa with Asher. Um, last just, summer. Last summer, just the three of us. You know, for like two nice. weeks, two weeks, and, the, and nobody died. No, she didn't feed me. I didn't feed him any animal. Awesome. Right, but but that one of those things where you want to talk about where we are in this in this right. uh, come a long way. We come a long way, and it was yeah. not that we didn't uh, invite Nikki, uh, Nadia, and Chad. Uh, they just, you know, Nadia had two young kids. She's starting her therapist practice. Chad just has this small job of uh, sheriff of Hillsborough County. Um, so, you know, the, the, uh, <clears throat> they couldn't go, right. They couldn't right, take circumstances. the circum oh, yeah, circumstances. Circumstances. Yeah. Perfect. And, but when, when I told Nadia, her response was, are you effing kidding that you think it's okay for you to go to Africa with your ex-wife, just the two of you? Uh, no chance. Her response was Asher would love that. What a great, th what a great opportunity yeah. for, you know, and that is, that sums up our life because it, it it's it's not about ego it's not about me it's about us and it's about asher i also think you guys have hit on some lucky numbers because yes. i almost feel like anybody other than somebody like chad and anybody other than somebody like nadia it wouldn't have worked because yeah. that is a really secure woman i'm a woman yeah. i know women that's a yeah. very secure woman i agree you have yeah. said that right and to do that and i would imagine that you know, Sheriff Chad, um, he most likely is the same type. I mean, well, he's probably very secure if he is a law enforcement officer, number one. Um, yeah, well, he knows, it, he knows me too well, too. So he's like, yeah, he was I, like, I, yeah I know you she... go and spend 25 hours on a plane with those two right. and then <laughs> tell me. Right. But, but I mean, you guys probably hit the lottery. Do you yeah, know yeah I mean? we did. It has to work because it of does. the people that you're with now. Absolutely. And, but, but I think it's also important to realize uh, or to say that we aren't the only ones. Right, we're not the only happily divorced couple or happy divorce who who does things with their exes who hit the lottery. Uh, so it's not by yeah, it's, it can it, happen. It can, but so it's not as uh, lucky or you know hit the lot. Yes, we hit the lottery. Yes, we got completely lucky. But I think it's because of our dedication to this, and they saw it. And, and we've met couples along the way who have just as good a relationship with their ex and and their you know spouses. So. I, I'm so happy that it's we're not as abnormal <laughs> or as freakish as it might seem uh, because there are plenty of other people who are doing the same thing. We just happen to have written a book about it 
Um, but, but the more we get into this thing, we realize that, uh, you know, Nikki, Nadia, Chad and I aren't unicorns, um, right. you know, uh, as unicornish <laughs> as people might think. And that's a good thing because the, the, the conversation around divorce is changing. Um, and, and we hope to be a catalyst, uh, to, to, to the change in the conversation yeah. where it's not like the eighties where it's one choice, all out war. I mean, we've met lawyers uh, who have who have, you know, handled some of the nastiest public uh, divorces there are. Who are moving their practice to more mediation, to more collaborative. So it's happening. I do feel like you are, you guys are the catalyst for this, and, and, and it, essentially like a movement, and hopefully inspiring other folks who are separating and divorcing to really think about putting their kids first and thinking about the well-being of the child and you guys have done that and now like look how beautiful your situation is like look it's just it's a beautiful family life that you guys have and i'm inspired by it i know others will be too so ben and nikki tell our listeners where we can find more information about you and your book come on nikki you can do it at our happy divorce our happy divorce.com our happy divorce on instagram our happy divorce on facebook there yeah. you go and we also have a happy divorce facebook group um oh, yeah. where uh you know people can join and 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 really hopefully what we try to do as moderators of that site is live in the solution uh and not oh, the problem and right. and not you know come on and complain and point the finger at the other one uh and and look i understand that if that's what you need to do that's what you that's have okay, to do. Yeah. Uh, but we really try to, you know, not be, you know, we've been in some of these other groups and, and although they're great and they do a great job, uh, there's a lot of people living in the problem. Um, and I think, yeah. you know, one thing that Nikki and I did w w was, you know, live in the solution. You know, the problem rears its ugly head even today. Uh, and th that problem is ego. Uh, but, but the solution is, is where this thing lives and this mm -hmm. thing strives. That's amazing. Well, Ben wow. and of Our Happy Divorce, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been such a fun conversation, uh, and I know it's going to inspire so many others. So thank you. Well, we uh, we hope so, and we, we're very grateful for you sharing your platform with us um, to get this very important message out. So thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And listeners, we will talk to you again in at least two weeks, possibly more. Stay tuned for our next guest. Bye.